Blood is red. Voodoo is blue. Sugar is sweet. Revenge is sweeter. I'm passing seconds. Meet Sugar Hill. No, please. Not a place, but a brand new face. My friends call me Sugar. The foxiest. Looking for anything special? Sexiest. Deadliest chicken town. The mob took Sugar's man away. And now she's gonna make them pay. I want them dead. With a voodoo priestess called Mama Matrice. I know what you can do. The power you possess. How strong is your hate? And Baron Samdi, too. My particular special. A drink that I'm famous for. The zombie. This is my domain. A kingdom of the dead. And an army of undead behind her. Each death has had something to do with voodoo ritual. There's nothing that sugar can't do. Use it. The mob has never seen anything like Sugar Hill and her zombie hitmen. Welcome to Murky Chronicle 16, day 8 of October 31 days of creatures and villains from horror movies. Today's pick for day 8 is witches. And my movie pick review for the 1974 horror movie classic, Sugar Hill. Also a great story. I am Thaifala, the Butcher Dobashi. And I have gorgeous Kenny Robert. What's up, my brother? How, you, how much, how much, brother? How you doing? You know, it's just, it's Friday and it's all good. It's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting better. Yep, absolutely. Hey, I got. So our topic is uh, witch today. Hey, oh, my f- microphone was breaking up a little bit. I don't what know. Still is. Yeah, is it? Not, not good. How about now? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, I might be getting cursed again. I just can't touch the freaking mic. Okay. So uh, our topic is witches. So, uh, absolutely. Well, hey, have have you ever wondered, you know, especially on Halloween, why witches are depicted as running a broom, riding brooms to the nighttime sky? No. Are you ready for this? What? Now, I remember I I learned this in in school. I can't remember if it was in college or Pierce College or in high school or what, but so check this out. Uh, the truth lies in the science. Um, there's the there's this um, this there's this product. Um, how would I say? It? Okay, let me revamp this. Okay, so there's a back in the day, um, you know, people the the witches would get together 
and they brew things in a pot, right? So that's yep. how you got riches brew. But they yep. use these hallucinogenic plants. And, uh, yeah, but which, which brew is it? What do you mean, which brew? You said witch's brew. Which brew is it? Well, which brew? Well, they put they 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 use these psych. Yeah. You're funny. I'm kind of <laughs> slow today, but it, it, it's um it's a psychedelic plant, and it, it's a halog- it has a halogenic chemical called tropane alkaloids, and they're made by a number of plants, including oh I got I can't pronounce the atropa belladonna. It's a it's a deadly nightshade. High. What col- was that first word you said? What's that? What was that first word you said? Atropa belladonna. You know what? I just picked up a six pack of that at Alvin. <laughs> Man, so you got weird. all the jokes. But anyways, <laughs> the, there, there's a bunch of these uh, uh, Maradona. Um, I don't know. I, I can't. Jimson weed. But anyways. In the Middle Ages, um, they would take these plants and they put it in a big pot and they'd steer it together with a broom handle, and that's what riches broom. But check this out; it gets even juicier. So you know what? How these um, witches use the 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 what do you call it? hallucinated drug that's in the brew? You know how they uh, y- you know take it? How's that? Well, I heard they like put it in hairy areas like their armpits, but a lot of them would take the broomstick and put it in their privates. Oh and, man! Yeah, yeah. So when 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 people would see them, they'd see them on the broom. You know, I guess getting off from the broom with the hallucinogenic because, you know, down there it get in their system. So basically, yeah, yeah. That, that this I'm I'm not I'm not fooling you. I look it up. But yeah, that's what that's what it said. So, you know, and I'm sure the people spying them might be on hallucinogenics too. But that's how they came across with witches brew and how they're flying on brooms because they'd see them riding, actually riding their broom, you know, getting that hallucinogenic stuff in them. Yeah. So I thought that'd be a fun, juicy tidbit. That is. I've got a joke for you. <laughs> okay. Shoot. You've kind of already blew the, the punchline, but oh, why don't witches wear underwear? Why don't witches wear underwear? Okay. Why? Why? So you get a better grip on the broom handle. <laughs> you're on it today. I'm glad I'm glad you're on it more than I am. Oh my. well shoot, you know I learned that one at grade school as well. <laughs> you know, I thought I heard maybe I heard that one, but anyways, that's a classic. That's a classic. Well, I know we were talking about witches, and I know we both agree this was one of my favorite witches too. But, and I know you wanted to look at some stuff about your witch. Do you want to introduce her and maybe come up with some facts? Actually, this is day eight, you know, of our creatures and villains. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, my. my... <laughs> That's just for you, brother. This is the best. <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the West, Wizard of Oz. Absolutely. 
she's definitely the best, you know, because I've been thinking about, you know, and I've, I've done some Googling on, you know, other witches, but she's the one that stands out well above the rest. Yes. You feel the same way, brother? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, did you come up with any little tidbits about her? Um, I just know that she didn't wear underwear in the movie. That's all I know. Are you serious? She flew on the broom. Come on. <laughs> well, a couple. You're funny. Well, a couple facts. I I found um, um, Betty Danko, the Wicked Witch's stunt double, spent eleven days in the hospital after a pipe after a pipe in the character's broomstick exploded. And there's a moment in the movie where the smoke comes out of the Wicked Witch's broomstick. Exploded, huh? Yeah, yeah. And That's did, crazy. Did you know that, um, I'm, I'm sure you probably knew this, but I, I just happened to come across this fact. 11-year-old 11 uh, Shirley Temple was originally set to play Dorothy, but the producers didn't think she had the vocal strength to carry the role out. As well as this, there was also contract disputes that forced the producers to look elsewhere for their lead actress. Wow. Okay, Shirley Temple. She's yeah. No, I think I think they picked the right the right gal for uh, um, Judy Garland for uh, for Dorothy. Yeah. And Only re- the cast is perfect. You know, only reason I wrote that fact down for some reason I thought Shirley Temple was supposed to be the witch. I, I guess I had had to read that better. <laughs> oh man, you are bad. Well, I see. You know, I you know I was kind of looking up the top ten witches. You know, and and again, she was number one um, from Wizard of Oz. But I, you know, I never followed the Harry Potter franchise. Me neither. Um, and they had uh, the number two was Bellatrix. Lestrange, I Who's again, that? I, I she was in the Harry Potter franchise, so didn't follow it. All you Harry Potter fans, you'd be glad to know she's number two. Okay, oh, well, that's awesome. Yep. So, and I, I know you brought um, Witchy Prue to my attention, so I, I, I try to look up some stuff on her, and Witch- I did. I didn't realize. Yeah. I thought it was Phyllis Diller that played her. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I I thought so also. Yeah, and apparently she died. I believe it looks like April six, two thousand twenty one. She was ninety six years old. Wow. Yep. Billy Hayes dies. Uh, see, H R Puff and stuff. Yeah, she oh. was great too. She was great. Yeah, Mark. Well, 90, let's see. Oh, wait. 96, Mark, Mark was 96. Margaret Hamilton, Wicked Witch of the West, Wizard of Oz once told me that, or once said that Witchy Pool was the best witch ever. And as far as I'm concerned, there was no one better than Billy Hayes. She was a home run for us at HR Puff and stuff. Yep. Yep, she was. She did make that show. There's no doubt about that. Wow. Yep. Um, you know this song. You know, HR puffing stuff. Who's your friends when things get rough? HR puffing stuff. Can't do a little. Can't do enough. 
that you singing it? I was singing with him. I thought so. <laughs> Don't quit my day job. <laughs> you nailed it. Well, yeah, you know that. I think that was like one of the 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 the. Well, how would I say it? I that that whole show was about drugs, man. HR puffing stuff, that magical flute, whatever the name was, you know. Witchy man, pool. just read into it. I don't believe that. Oh yeah, come on now. That could be another thing, but oh yeah. Well Don't ruin my childhood. I know don't. I think it's cool, you know. Think about it. The hippie psychedelics back in the day. Uh yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. You know, I, you know, I I was reading crop paid for a significant portion of HR Puffett stuff off of their own pocket, despite they lost a lot of money. NBC was prepared to do a second season and even slightly increase the budget, but Croft couldn't afford it. So after 17 episodes, the show was over. The following years, however, you know, Universal released a major film, Puff and and Stuff, and had, you know, most of their regular, you know, characters on there. Right. But think about it, HR Puff and stuff. You got, you know, the Magic Dragon, you got Flutie, you know, you got Witchy Poo, and I'm sure she's right in the broom with no underwear. Uh, yeah. I would agree. She had a she she had one uh, I mean I'm, I'm I'm trying to think back. I think she had a pretty cool looking broom broom. Oh yeah, wasn't it like kind of motorized or something? Yeah. For some reason. Yes, yeah, I barely remember that. No. So yeah, as I look, as I look through this list of which movies, I'm going to pick my third, okay. and you may agree or disagree, but you know the Blair Witch Project, they did it right. Well, you know what? You know what? I never watched one Blair Witch Project movie yet. I watched the first one, but you know why they made it right? Because they made it scarier, scarier because the witch was never seen. It was all about the folklore of the Blair Witch. Well, everyone thought it was real too. Remember, they made it. Be- yep. Well, they couldn't top the two witches we've already named off, so they went went on ahead and just talked about a witch. Yeah, I guess it, so. Yeah, it, that makes sense. That's that's my opinion, but that's okay. That makes sense. Well, what else do you have on the list? Because I, I have a list of 10 most powerful witches in horror movies, too, in ranking order. But what, what well, else? You what know, it, I, just, I just look and it's a rant, you know. Of course, they have one from Sleeping Beauty. What, uh, I can't even say that. A Maleficent? I don't even know. I can't say it. Mal, Mal, uh, Maleficent? Oh, I don't Maleficent. know. I don't know. She but wasn't that scary. Uh, Angelita Jolie played the the uh, uh, a live version of that. Oh Not yeah, too, but uh, yeah, I know, you know. I remember Sleeping Beauty. That's from 1959, so that's an oldie. But uh, as far as witches, I mean, there's really not a lot that stand out. You know, there's a lot of lot of you know, a lot of movies that you know have you know evil women in it that act like witches, but they're not actual witches. So let's right. let's hear your let's hear your power rankings on witches. Well. I this was I think power ranking. I don't know what year it must have been. It was either two twenty or two twenty one, two thousand twenty one. But I'll, I'll go ten. I'll do a countdown from ten. 
Okay. And, I, and let me know if you've seen some of these movies because some of these movies I haven't seen. Okay. Um, I guess number 10, The Grand High Witch, The Witches, from The Witches. Nope. Okay. Haggis from Pumpkinhead. I've never seen those. I've heard of Pumpkinhead, but I've never seen that movie. I vaguely watched it one time. I think it was on Sci-Fi Network, but I mean, it was like late at night and I wasn't paying attention. Um, Asha Vajda, A-S-A-V-A-G-D-A from Black Sunday. No. Okay. I have to say no. Okay. From Hocus Pocus, the Sanderson sisters. Okay. So my wife loves that movie. I did watch a bit of it last year. It's a Disney movie. And of course it's got Bette Midler in it. I do know that. Don't know who the other two were, but, uh, yeah, you know, they're not scary, but it's Disney. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. How about from Sus... I can't even pronounce Sus... S-U-S-P-I-R-I-A, Suspiria? Helena... No. Mar- Helena Marcos? Nope. Okay, how about from the Conjuring, Bathsheba Sherman? No. Not seen that one either. How about the craft, Sarah Bailey? The craft, I think I saw that. I think I saw that. Yeah, was it, is that from the eighties? I believe so. I don't remember. Okay. okay. Gotcha. We're now in the number third best. Is from the here dietary. Ellen Taperlay. No. Okay, and the one you just talked about, the number two, you know, most powerful witches in horror movies, ranked number two is the Blair Witch from the Blair Witch franchise. Now, how sad is that when there's not even a, a witch, a physical witch? So, the, and none of it, and none of it, there's a physical witch. It sounded like it sounds like it, that's how they they wrote it out. Oh, okay. On there, yeah, which is pretty cool. I guess, so, yeah. So you can pull it off, you know, good storyline, you know, heck yeah, keep the suspense going. Okay, and number one, The Witch from The Witch. Yeah, The Witch from The Witch. Any of those. Oh, The Witch from The Witch. <laughs> I have never heard of it. No. Okay. I think I like our I think I like our rankings a little better. I think so too. Well, yeah. I went the extra mile and and I found some true facts about some real witches. What? Yeah. There was a bunch of them, but I took the most interesting one. We don't we don't want to talk about ex-wives on the show, okay? Well, no, of course not. And <laughs> we don't want to go that exactly. devious. We don't want to go that exactly. devious. Right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, a few facts about witches, and and these are, I looked it up, and they are said to be 100% true. So, when I got, the witches' pointy hats are rooted in anti-Semitism. You hear about anything like that? No, where did you get this info? From Witchipedia? Or something like that, but check it out. Early... Early accounts of witches showed them 
bareheaded with hair swirling in fire and smoke. According to... According... Um, according to... Uh, I'm sorry, I had like a phone call coming in and almost messed up our show. Okay, according... Let's see. Uh, according to reporting by the Slate... It wasn't until 1710s that children's books in England began featuring witches in pointy hats. See, in 1215, the Fourth Council of Lathern, Lathern a council covenanted, uh, covenanted by Pope Innocent III in Rome, required Jewish people to identify themselves by wearing a cone-shaped Judah hat, a Juden hat. According to state, by 1931, Hungarian legal codes required first-time sorcerer offenders to walk among their peers in peaked Jews' caps. All righty. Okay, I got a couple more that are better. Okay. Now, did you realize this? One of the earliest records of a witch is in the Bible. Really? Yep. It says, you may not associate witches with the Bible, but the book of 1 Samuel contains what is believed to be one of the earliest records of a witch. The entry was likely written between 931 B.C. and 721 B.C., according to the History Channel, and it tells the story of, a, of when King Saul sought the witch of Endor to summon the dead prophet Samuel's spirit to help him defeat the Philistine army. The witch rose Samuel, who then prophesied the death of Saul, and his sons. The next day, according to the Bible, Sal's sons died in battle and Sal committed suicide. There you go. There I go. Yes. Now, did you know Wiccan witches don't believe in the devil? No, I did not know that. Witches may have gotten a reputation throughout history as devil worshiper, but Satan isn't part of their belief system at all. According to the Tandum Center of Interreligious Understandings, Wiccans do not believe in Satan, contrary to what the Wiccans worship, the idea that Wiccans worship the devil. Some believe in good and evil, while others prefer some prefer more fluid concept like order and chaos. So I don't know. I got one more. One uh, more. One more. One more. I think I have one more. Maybe I don't. No, that was it. That's it? That was it. I only had three. Do you have so any? that's it for witches, then. That's it for witches, unless you have any more for witches. Mm. I just don't know which one I'd pick. I don't know. That's it for the witches. That's it for the witches? Yep. Hmm. Okay. Well, we're getting to the part of the show, the movie review of Sugar Hill. What? The Sugar movie Hill? Re- oh, yeah, baby. 
Ain't this music groovy? Now, did you get a chance to watch the movie, brother? I did. Awesome. Well, you my know. Fact, yeah. Can I give you my little bit of, you know? Yeah. I didn't realize Wesley Snipes was going to be in it. 1993 classic. Sugar Hill with his brother. Um, I think you watched the wrong Sugar Hill. What? Yeah. It was about drugs, and one brother wants to go straight, and the other brother wants to keep him, keep him from going straight and stay, stay one of the kingpins dealing drugs in the inner city. No, wrong Sugar Hill. It made nineteen million dollars. Is this a rib? No. It's sorry, Wesley Snipes and Michael Wright and Teresa Randall. <laughs> well, the one I was talking about from the 1974 horror movie classic Sugar Hill, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 63% on their th- tomato meter. It was rated PG, directed by Paul Melansky, producer Elliot Schick, and written by Tim Kelly. Oh, the, the one with Mama Matrice. Is that the one you're talking about? The what? The one with Mama Matrice. Yes. Mama yes, I watched it. I figured you did. The film was, yeah. I figured you did. I was waiting for you to, I, the film was, the film was released theatrically in the United States of America, uh, international pictures in February, 1974. And it was cut to 83 minutes for a tele for television and retitled the zombies of sugar hill. Oh, nice. Yep. And now, nice. now the story, look, just I'll give the, 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 the people that haven't seen it, you know, a uh, little quick synopsis of the movie. And then we can give our reviews. This was about a nightclub owner, Langston played by Larry D. Johnson refused to Refused to sell out to a local mob boss, Morgan, played by Robert Curry. He is beaten to death by a gang of hired thugs. His girlfriend-stricken fiancée, Diana Sugar Hill, played by Marky Bay, vows revenge for his murder and turned and turns to age voodoo authority. Mama Matris, played by Zara Cur- Cur- Cooley, Together, they conjured up the domestic spirit of Baron Samendi, played by Don Pedro Coley, who agrees to help Sugar and raise an army of zombies and set them upon Langston's killer. There we go. So, what would you think? What did you think about the movie? Ooh, definitely dated. It wasn't, wasn't the best. I think you owe me an hour and a half of my time. Oh. It was not one of my favorite horror movies, but there were some definitely some good parts as well. I did like uh, uh, what was his name, uh, Baron, the Baron uh-huh. guy, looked like Papa Shango or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. I, I liked his part; he did great. And I did like the one part in the movie where the the chicken foot was trying to kill the guy, and the guy was trying to get it off. Him. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> that was good. Oh. <laughs> I, I so far, 
this October, this is my favorite Halloween or horror story movie to date. It was awesome. It was a classic. It has some groovy music. It had some like catchy one-liners. And it, to me, this movie was like Shaft uh, met uh, Dracula or something like that. Or Shaft with the Living Dead. I, I thought it was awesome. I might be partial because I picked the movie. But hey, all movies I pick is great. Hmm. Well, did you did you recognize one of the guys in the movie? He was from Night Court. Wait, which one was that? Not the which one was the judge? No. Who? Uh, his his name was uh, Robinson in the movie. Or no, that's his name. His name was uh, Fabulous. White dude? No, he's you know he was like a. So was he the clerk from Night Court? Um, there was only one black guy in Night Court. Yep. Yeah, he must have been the clerk. Yeah, absolutely. I recognized him right off the bat. Maybe like, not oh, the I... clerk, not the clerk, but I mean, I know who you're talking about. Uh, you he know what? I might have to go movie. back and watch it. Yep. Wow. I didn't even I didn't even realize that. Yep, I recognize him, and then uh, I don't know. Uh, Diana Sugarhill, she was she was a sexy lady. Oh yeah, lady. oh yeah. Yep. She was rocking that seventies. She was right on point. Man, I love the soundtrack. I think the movie was awesome. So, what what's your movie pick for next week for us to watch? Watch and review. Uh, next week's movie pick is going to be the. I, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, say the wrong date, but it's called the Fun House, and not the the 2018 19 version. No, it's 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 either 1981 or 83 was when it was put out. Um, I remember seeing it, um, junior high, early high school. It was pretty. It was good. Definitely, you know, uh, teen slasher type type movie um, about kids going into a fun house at a, one of those carnivals. And you know how car- carnies are scary, anyways. That's true. Life of a pro wrestler, right? Okay, I, I guarantee it won't be better than the Sugar Hill. So, yep. No, it was 1981. And uh, it says, a rebellious teen, Amy, defies her parents by going to the trashy carnival that, that has pulled into well, town. Hey, well, why, why are we going to ruin it for everyone before we watch it? I'm just, I'm just gave a little snippet. That's All it. right. Sounds good to me. Yeah. It still ain't going to yeah. beat Sugar Hill. Ah, man. I, I think, man, uh, I think a scary episode of HR Puff and stuff beats Sugar Hill. <laughs> but I do like these carny movies. So th- th- yeah. this should be good. Yeah, I think I watched it years ago. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, you got anything else for witches? No, I think that's just about it for witches. Um, you know, I definitely will have definitely a better better pick for our. Well, actually, that was just one of our 31, 31 picks of the 
of the month, so I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Tomorrow we'll have another. We will have another. Yes, we will. Well, you either love witches or you hate them. Exactly. Well, before we get to our story, we're going to play and, and, and do our thing. Do you want to give out shout-outs and stuff unless you have something else to say? Um. No, but I, you know, you know, I'm going to be asking you every day if you watch the Funhouse. So don't keep me hanging, bro. Don't keep me hanging. Big, but but uh, yeah, I'm ready to do shout outs whenever you're ready. I'm ready. So is what's the movie again? Big Pun. Um, it's called The Funhouse. Oh, Run DMC. Okay. Yep. The Run House. Yep. Run. <laughs> And it's only a few minutes longer than the one you made me watch, so it's only an hour and 36 minutes. Man, Sugar, Sugar Hill was awesome. I watched it five times in, like, one wow. day. Man, I'm sorry. Sugar Hill I, matters. I, all right. Fair enough. I did like the eyes on the zombies. Those were kind of cool, too. Oh, the silver. The silver ones you're talking yeah. about? Yep. Yeah, I thought the same thing too. But uh, yeah, so check it, check it out, Sugar Hill. Um, I give it a on a ten scale. I give it a high four, four point nine five on the ten scale. All right. So not one of my favorites, but it's not one of my worst either. So All right. right there in the middle. Can we go higher than a ten? That's up to you. I give it's it a kind of. I give it's it kind a, of a uh, kind of bush league if you go over ten. If you got a ten scale, well, I give it a ten point two. You bush, you just bush leagued it, man. That's right. Can't, okay, I give it. Okay, I give it a ninety nine point nine 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 two. Fair enough. All right, sounds no, good. No, we'll give it an even ten. Let's leave it at that. All right. Fair enough. It's going to be hard to beat that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sounds good. But uh, yeah, I got, I got a few shout outs. I just want to shout out to, uh, wait, wait. Okay. I'll give you a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really liked, I I really liked the movie, but if we're going to be legit, I give it a, I don't know if we're going to work on our rating skill, have another one, but for this one, we'll, if you were doing one to 10, I give it a solid eight. How's that? Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, let me do my shout outs now. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to do a shout out to Dave Fletcher to his horrible movie rankings. Do not listen to him. They're horrible. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. No, no, go I'll ahead. I, I'll tell you, I like shout-outs. I'm a mark for myself. <laughs> All right. No, but I moved on. Just shouting out to Vince over at the Emerald Street Kennels. What's up, Vince? Go check him out if you're here in the Boise area. Looking for some uh, people to take care of your animals. He, Him and his crew are awesome. And then I want to shout-out to Micah over at Savage Reviews. Check him out on Google. And then... Last but not least, shout out to Sweet Low Upholstery. They're stitching or bitching. All right, brother. All right. You're up. I want to give a shout out to Gorgeous Kenny Robbins for his 
effed up ranking of Sugar Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I want to give a shout out to Sweet Loa Postry because they're stitching his bitching and I love their catchphrase. Because I actually sat down during one of gorgeous Kenny Roberts sessions and I saw him do a stitching and his stitching is bitching. I want to g- give out to Pahu Rojo from Tales from the Abyss, the Muslim filter and selfish, uncut, unapologetic, unpretentious, the greatest celebration of freedom of speech in the land of the free and the home of the brave. And Jay Linderman. It's a great podcast and entertaining, and they always show our uh, show some love. And they they got uh, Pahu Rojo got a new great logo for their show, and it looks awesome. Awesome. Uh, shot to my lyrical spit and daily spit podcast on most of your major podcast platforms, and you could get lyrical and daily spit. And also Murky Chronicles and all show links at lyricalspit.com. Perfect. I like it. <laughs> well, now that we got, I'm getting warmed up and we're already about 40 minutes into the show. Um, anything else? Nope, that's about it. I'm, yeah, I'd like to say thank you all for listening. And check us out tomorrow for another Villains and Creatures episode. Yes. All right. We have a radio classic from the CBS Mystery Theater, Witches Sabbath. Aired October 30th, 1976. We will get to it right after. (laughs) Oh. What's that? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We will get right to it after Vanilla Mike, Slice Slice Baby, and the commercial break. And this is a parody of Vanilla Ice Ice Baby. And you can check out you can check out the video on the Merkins YouTube channel. And I guess we'll, you know, get to you tomorrow. Hashtag save our children. Epstein and McAfee didn't kill themselves. And if she has an apple. She has a banana. banana. Yes, they have no bananas. They have no bananas today. Not today. Yo, R.I.P. Let's kill it. Annihilate my victims. Mike is back with the same old obsession. Stalking, grab a hold of you tightly. Glow like a lantern, scaring you nightly. Will I ever stop? No. Laurie Strode, turn off the lights and I'll show. On Halloween, I rock a knife and go mental. Light up the shape and stab a nurse in the temple. Damn. Blood dripping from my eye wounds. I'm killing insane in my mask in a jumpsuit. Deadly. When I slay a whole family, anything less than your death is a hell to me. Trick it or treat it. So happy holiday. Shoot me six times and I'll still walk away. Laurie has a problem. She can't solve it check out the stain gonna need to resolve it
Seen in the teenager slumping. Quick to the joint, to the joint, I'm breaking. Eating puppies like a pound of bacon. Killing them, they ain't quick, they tremble. I'm so crazy, born with the thorn symbol. Smith's grow, I was a cooped up psycho. And when I stroll, I only walk slow mo. Killing in my 5.0 with my mask dropped down so my face won't show. Girlies on the sidelines, screaming speed kills guy. Did you stop? Yeah, then I sped by, crept on. Pursuing down the next block. I busted left, then I headed to the headstock. That block was dead, yo. So I continued do K9 Slay. Flames were high, still fill cemeteries. Drop dead lovers, I drive obituaries. Hellish, cause I'm out ending lives. Bay with the gauge and the killer with the knife. Stabbing, I got Bob on the wall. They slump when I kill, cause I'm full of hate, y'all. Gunshots rang out, then I fell. I'm still alive, guess you need more shells. Falling out the window, real fast, stunned in the yard. Slammed on the grass. Bodies to bodies, the funeral's packed. I'm trying to get away for the doctor's back. Loomis on the scene, you know what I mean? I slash him up, I'm hunting all the sex fiends. Lori has a problem, she can't solve it. Check out the stain, gonna need to resolve it. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. And at midnight... According to the old chronicles, there would be a convocation of sorcerers, devils, demons, goblins, and ghouls, and they would thereupon proceed to hold an orgy in a manner and fashion too sinful even to contemplate. 
and woe to the unfortunate mortal who would be compelled to participate in these hellish rituals that were profanely called a witch's Sabbath. A witch's Sabbath. You say it's superstition, an old wives' tale, a throwback to a more innocent era? Don't be too sure the era you live in today isn't the most innocent era in all history. What? What is this? Where am I? Where you always wanted to be, baby. You're at a party, Tiger. What a party. Look. Beautiful women. All for you. And fabulous food. That fountain, it's champagne. All yours, baby. It's what you always dreamed of, Tiger. Oh, I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming again. Not this time. It's real. Now it's real. But why? Why are you doing this for me? Because we love you. Oh, how we love you. We would even die for you, baby. Just as you might even die for us, Tiger. Our mystery drama, Witches' Sabbath, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Larry Haynes. I'll be back shortly with Act One. what we are pleased to call an advanced era. We have a kind of amused contempt for the superstitions of our ancestors. We civilized people. We know everything, except perhaps that civilization is only skin deep. For a highly reliable estimate of the human condition, we refer you now to Francis Aloysius O'Boyle, whose knowledge of mankind was acquired during 35 years of faithful service behind a bar. In a place like this, you get all kinds, and you hear everything. The rich man has his psychiatrist, the religious man has his priest, and the drinking man has his publican. All them words. Is it a coincidence they all begin with a P? Here I spent my whole life thinking I was just a bartender, but this professor comes in here one night. <laughs> There's another smart word that begins with a P, huh? And he calls me publican. Oh, that's the traditional English word for saloon keeper. I think it sounds kind of dignified, don't you? Well, anyway, like I started to tell you, you get all kinds. It's a pretty good evening. All the regulars are here. And just about midnight, this guy comes through the door. His clothes, not too expensive, not too cheap, just middle. You know what I mean? The only thing is, he's got a very scared look on his face. So I say to him, what do you have? And he answers, what do you got? Me? <laughs> I got everything, pal. Name it. Well, I, uh, I want a drink. Sure, what kind of drink? Now, please, I didn't come in here for an inquisition. I want a drink. Just pour me one, if you don't mind. So I reached for the nearest bottle and poured him a glass. He made a very, very sour face as he drank it down. You could tell he didn't like it. Yet for a guy who didn't like it, he kept putting it away. So I said, uh, 
Don't you think you had enough? No. Well, he still seemed perfectly sober. It was just that he appeared to be more scared than ever. Now, in my business, you make it a rule, never start up with a customer. But this guy was so frightened that I felt I just had to break that rule, just this once. And I did. I, you, you okay? Uh, yo, yo, I'm fine. Reason I'm asking, you don't look too good. You know something? You should mind your own business. You know something? I think you're right. Well, I forgot all about him until about a quarter to one when I give everybody in the place the usual warning. All right, last call. Last call for what? I don't need a comedian in a joint this hour of the night. It's the last call for what do you think? Well, I'm not sure. You see, I don't frequent places like this as a rule. Well, what are you doing tonight, slumming? No. No, please, I, uh, I didn't mean it to sound that way. You decided you want to rub shoulders with the peasants? No, no, I... I uh... Well, you've been pouring down that juice... We usually go for it. Well, you see, I'm, uh, I'm not really a drinker. Who's out of fact? No, the reason I, the reason I came in here is because I'm, I'm so upset and I'm so frightened, you see, and it's so light in here and it seems so safe. Like I said, last call. If you want to have another drink, one more is all you can buy. Well, what do you mean? I mean, one o'clock. I close the joint and go home. Close, close. Oh, no, 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 you can't close. You can't, you can't do that. You have to stay open. As it is, I stay open 16 hours a day. That's enough. Just tonight. Please, stay open a little longer. Now, look, we got a state law that says lock the giant at once. But I don't want to leave here. I do. No, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to be out in the street. So call a cab. No, that won't help. Call a cop. It's no use. They'll find me. They'll find me. Who's going to find you? They, they, they will. Well, that's what we're trying to establish. Who is they? The witches. Oh, the witches. Yeah. I see. The witches. You're the kind of guy who gets his load on, then he sees witches. No, no, no. I saw them. I saw them even before I had my first drink. I, actually, I've been drinking to see if I could get rid of them. Oh, that's a switch. Oh, please, please, don't humor me. I wouldn't think of it. You don't believe me? Sure, I believe you. Now, don't, don't tell me the customer is always right, either. You've got to listen to what happened to me tonight. If you can tell it before one o'clock, you've got uh, ten minutes. All right, look... Every word I'll tell you is true. My, my name is Perry Harnishfaker. I'm, uh, I'm a computer engineer. I design computers. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. So tell me something. Why do them computers always keep fouling up? Oh, they don't. They don't. They can't. It's, it's the people who use them. Yeah? So how come I keep getting no, bills? No, forget from... about it. No, no, forget about it. These clowns want to take me to court because I didn't pay them for a piano. I never even bought it. And you say forget about now, it? look. Look, the reason, the reason I told you I was a computer engineer was to impress you. That don't impress me. With the, with the fact that I'm a reasonable, sane, and practical man. If I'd known who you was, I'd have thrown you out of the joint. No, a man like, like me. I should be the last person in the world to be upset by my primitive superstition. So you must hear me out. Well, I warn you. Better not take more than nine minutes. Yeah, okay. You see, I, uh... I had left my office at the usual hour of 5 p.m. I was walking to the bus stop. I, I commute, you see, from Blairville. We own a house there. It's a split level. And 
we, we, we were able to buy it very, very... Is the house important to this story? I'm saying it's for your own good because all you got left is eight and a half minutes. Is it important to the story? I don't know. I listen to thousands of these stories. Stick to the point. Okay. I left the office. I was walking to the bus stop. We already established the bus stop. Please. You only got eight minutes. I, I stopped to wait for the light to change and... And, and suddenly, I heard a voice say... Hiya, baby. You want to have a little fun? Oh, I see where this is going. No, you, no, you don't. You don't. Believe me, you don't. Well, I... Uh, I looked. And, and there at the curb was a brand new sports car. Imported. It was an Aracotta. Uh-huh. And in it were two of the most beautiful women I'd ever seen in my whole life. That never happens to me. One was blonde and one was brunette. And each had creamy white skin and sparkling red lips. And the blonde had sea green eyes, the brunette. Her eyes were a flashing black, you know, the kind. I know the kind. How were they built? Oh, like the goddesses of ancient Greece, but much more slender. <laughs> That's a promising start. All right, now get to the action. You got seven minutes. Okay. It was the blonde who had asked if I wanted to have some fun. And what did you say? No. You'd done the right thing. You could have gone along with him. There had been a guy waiting with a gun. And he lifts your bankroll. The old Murphy game. You'd done the right thing. You always got to think of that. No, I, I, I was thinking of the fact that I had taken a solemn vow to be faithful to my wife. And you should get a gold star for that. Yeah, but then... The brunette said... Come on, Tiger. We're going to a party. What did you say? I, I said... I, I, I said... Well, come on. You got six minutes. Now, believe me. You must believe me. There was a, a confusion of signals between my brain and my voice. Yeah, uh, yeah, now, yeah. Now, consider, consider the mind as a computer. You say that word one more time and you'll be barred from this joint for life. No, but it's true. The answer that my brain fed to my voice was... No, thanks. But the answer that came out was... was, was uh, uh, yeah? Hey, honey, what are we waiting for? And before I knew it, I was in the sports car. And, and, and... Uh, <laughs> well, you are a sly one, Mr. Harnishbaker. No, no, where those words came from, I'll never know. Why I said them, I'll never know. I didn't want to get into the car with those women. No, of course not. No, no, and anyway, the brunette turned to the blonde and asked... Will he do? And the blonde winked at me and said... How about it, baby? And you said... I said... I mean, I wanted to say, please, let me out of here. I'm a most happily married man. I wanted to say that. But the words that came out said, let's go, girls. Well, why don't you just open the car door and jump out? Because I couldn't. I want you, pal. I couldn't either. So, look, you got four minutes. And you ain't even got to the good part yet. Well, we were uh, going down Main Street. And, and the blonde placed her arms around me, and, and, and she kissed me. Now, now we're getting there. And I think I, I must have passed out. There must have been some kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. There, there was fire in it, and ice, and, and champagne bubbles, and... and oh, I, I just don't know how to describe it. Oh, you don't have to describe it. And, and then everything sort of disappeared, you see, or I, I might have passed out. It was like that, huh? I, I don't know how long it lasted, but when I... When I woke... I was in a... Kind of a room. 
And there was a kind of music. And there was a fire burning in the middle of the room. And I thought that was kind of strange because there, because there was no fireplace. And I, I shouted, fire, fire! Don't get excited, baby. Nothing to be scared of yet, tiger. And they were there in the room. This, this crazy-looking room with wild kind of pictures on the walls. The blonde and the brunette. And each was wearing a long robe. And I looked at myself, and I was wearing a long robe, too. And where, where am I? What's the meaning of this? Well, we asked you to come to a party, baby. Oh, yes, indeed, Tiger. A party. But my clothes, what... What happened to my clothes? Well, it's a formal party. Now you're dressed right for it. Now what party are you talking about? The kind of party you've been dreaming about all your life. Wild, crazy, the most beautiful women in the world. And here we are with a fountain of champagne. Look, baby, there it is. What? The fire. What did, you, what did you do to the fire? How did the fire turn into a fountain? A fountain of champagne? Well, would you rather it was a fire? Well, I... I, I, I All I, your life you wanted to swim in a champagne fountain. Who are you talking about? You, Perry Harnisfegger, Jr. Haven't you always dreamed about it? I never told anyone. Beautiful women. A champagne fountain. Music. Now, wait, wait. You're a king, Tiger. A king. It's what you always wanted, baby. No, no, it's not what I always wanted. Who are you kidding? Your secret dream. His Majesty, King Perry Harnisfeger. Hail His Majesty, King Perry Harnisfeger. Hail! Hail, King Perry! Tiger, your loyal subjects await your command. Oh, look, look, please, please, tell me what this is. How did I get here? Oh. We invited you to a party. This is a party. But but this fire that turns into a champagne fountain, this, this table with the most fantastic food, and the people, all these people, who are they? Well, they're your loyal subjects. You always wanted to be a king. Your secret desire. Every wish comes true tonight. Y yes, but, but... But, but what? My... My wife, my wife is expecting me home. She'll worry. What do you care? Well, you want her to worry. No, that isn't true. That isn't... What was that? You made him angry. He? Who is he? Well, don't do it again. Who did I make angry? The prince. The prince? Who is he? The prince of darkness. The prince of darkness? Who spoke my name? What? Where did he come from? Who is this? This is the Tiger Prince. Yeah, the guest of honor for the party. He doesn't look like much to me. That's true. A meek little watery-blooded clerk, if you ask me. Well, that's what he looks like. But he's a tiger inside. A lover. A killer. Ruthless. Reckless. Fit to be the guest of honor. Then, let the party begin. Let the party begin. The lights. What's what's happening to the lights? It's getting dark in here. Who shall speak the invocation? That's you, baby. Recite the prayer, Tiger. What what prayer? The Sabbath prayer. Let the Sabbath begin. Sabbath? I thought this was a party. Well, it is, baby. Say the Sabbath prayer. What, what kind of Sabbath? A witch's Sabbath. A witch's Sabbath. A Sabbath for witches. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
a witch's Sabbath. Well, you must admit, you don't get invited to one of those every day. And the question you might be asking yourself is how did our rather prosaic Perry Harnish figure get invited to this one in the first place? Well, by this time, you know perfectly well you don't get any of the answers in the first act. Therefore, I shall return with Act Two. the time for all good men to come to the aid of the party. Two very pretty ladies, one a blonde and one a brunette, were driving about in an expensive sports car looking for a gentleman to escort them to a party. And gallant Perry Harnish figure volunteered. Well, when he arrived, he discovered that the party had a kind of indefinable religious tinge to it. It was a Sabbath of sorts, or to be exact, a witch's Sabbath. A witch's Sabbath? Oh, yes. These ladies are witches. Witches? But w witches are... Are what? It is old crones. Why? I am the prince. These are my handmaidens. Why shouldn't they be beautiful? Oh, please, I, where am I? What's happening to me? This is a religious assembly. I, I want to go home. Why? Why? Well, answer the prince, baby. Answer the prince of darkness, Tiger. Why do you want to go home? You hate your home. No, 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 that's not true. What? Oh, we told you not to do that. You mustn't lie to the prince of darkness. You hate your home. You hate your wife. No, that isn't... Don't say true. You'll get him mad again. Relax, Tiger, relax. And let it happen. Let, let what happen? What you came here for. What you've been dreaming of. Toll the bell. Once. Twice. Thrice. Say three, baby. What, what for? It's the magic number. Say three, Tiger. Three. Uh, th three. Weave a circle round him thrice. Three times. Three times tonight. Three times. You will do it three times. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what. <laughs> he doesn't know what. <laughs> Tell him. Tell him three times. Kill. 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 What do you mean, kill? You know what we mean. You'll kill your boss. Your wife. Her lover. No, 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 no. Let, let me out of here. Do you understand? Let me out. Go. What are you waiting for? So long, Tiger. Well, why don't you leave? My, my, my clothes. I don't even know how I got into this robe. What, what did you do with my clothes? You're wearing them. What? what? How, how did you do that? I can do anything. I'm the Prince of Darkness. Now, look... Look, please, I'm, I'm just a very quiet, ordinary type of person. Don't talk like that to him, baby. You know what happens when you lie. You're a machine. You make computers and you become one yourself. Your boss steals your ideas. Your best friend steals your wife. Mm, they laugh at you? Three people laugh at you, Tiger. Your boss, your best friend. Your wife. Now kneel and pray with us. Oh, but, but... Kneel. 
pray, speak that same prayer. What same prayer? The prayer that was in your heart when you were walking to the bus station. I wasn't praying. Don't lie. Well, I wasn't. Look. Look out there. Where? See, baby, that's the street. That's you walking to the bus station. Listen. Listen to what you're saying to yourself. Listen, Tiger. I'll kill him. I'll kill that fat, smirking, thieving slob. Who does he think he is? That's you. I designed the circuits. I alone worked out every production problem. It's mine. He stole it from me. He made millions. I'll kill him. One day I'll kill him. That's you, Tiger. Now you see us in the car. And we hear what you're saying. Loud and clear. It's a prayer. But I, I didn't mean what I was saying. You didn't? No, it wasn't even true. A, a, a man says a lot of things he doesn't mean. A man means every word he says. But that's not why we picked you up. The streets are filled with human beings who want to kill once. But you wanted to kill three times. No, that's not true. Well, look at yourself walking down the street. Listen to yourself. Talking to yourself. Who do they think I am? I'm not blind. I'm not stupid. I deal in facts. Facts. You feed facts into a computer, you get answers. What answers were you getting, Perry? How, how did you know what I was thinking? I know everything. Why do you want to kill your wife? Because, because I see now. Yes? What do you see now? My, my wife. I, I see now. She, she must have always... Had a roving eye. But why with, with Joe? Why with my best friend? Well, you know why, baby. Because he was there, Tiger, and you weren't. Uh, the French, they have a saying. The one who is absent is always in the wrong. Listen to the French. They know all about love. Summon the demons. Summon the devils. The ghosts. The specters. The phantasmagoric spirits of murder and death. Summon the incubus of revenge, the evil genius of retribution. Come, all, pray. This is the witch's Sabbath. Repeat after me. Death and the fires of hell. Death and the fires of hell. To the unholy three. To the unholy three. Death to all three. Toll the bell three times. And now, Perry Harnish failure, do you shed blood tonight? Do you want to kill them? Your boss? Your wife? Her lover. Do you want to kill them? It's wrong, it's wrong. That's not the answer. Do you want to kill them? Search your mind. Search your heart. Your soul. Do you want to kill them? Answer. Yes. Rejoice, my children, rejoice. Now he is one of us. You will kill them. Kill? Yes, tonight. This is the night of the witch's Sabbath. Uh, the service needs one thing to be complete. Blood. My children, how wonderful are our prayers tonight. There will not be one victim, but three. But I, I can't kill. I don't know how. I shall teach you. I, I, I don't have the nerve. I will steady your hand. 
I will harden your heart. You will kill. And then you will be free. Free? Free of the hate that poisons your mind. But, but I'll, I'll be a murderer. You will only murder those who murdered you. Haven't you been cheated and disgraced? Your life is empty. Your world is dead. Oh, you have to kill, baby. Three times, Tiger. My son, I know the anguish of your soul. <laughs> I have also been cast out. My rightful place is now held by others. My patrimony has been stolen. Here. Here is the revolver. No, 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 no. Would you rather use a knife? The gun is quicker, Tiger. Surer. Better. The gun is in your pocket. Now close your eyes. When you open them, you shall be in a room. The room where your boss sits in his palatial home. A comfortable room. There he counts his money. Your money. You will kill him. Oh, I... I you I... must. It is a ritual that must be performed on the holiest of all nights. Now, when I say, open your eyes, you will be with your boss. Open your eyes. I opened my eyes. And I was there. In the den of his home, my boss's home. He, he was listening to that high fire of his, which must have cost a small fortune. Listening to that classical music he pretends to love. I say pretends because... All he loves is money. Perry! I didn't hear anyone announce you. Do you like Mozart? Excellent recording. Ah, oh, but you don't go in for classical music, as I remember. Uh, but why did I send for you? You didn't send for me. No? Then what are you doing here? Well, don't I have the right to visit you? <laughs> Perry... I see enough of you all day, too much. Well, you won't see me anymore. Why? Are you quitting? No, no, but you are. You're quitting this world, this life. Oh, really? I hadn't given it much thought. Yep, I know, but I have. I came here to kill you. You what? <laughs> oh, no. Not you. Not Perry Honisvega. With this... Barry, you're a comedian. Put that cat pistol away. Oh, you think I won't do it? Why should you kill the goose that lays the golden eggs? Who else would give you a job but me? I could work anywhere. I'm top man in my field. Sure, Perry, sure. But you haven't had a new idea in five years. Now, by that you mean you haven't stolen one of my ideas in five years. When did I ever steal one of your ideas? Our new A-line computer. That wasn't mine. Go ahead, I dare you. Say it wasn't my circuits that made it possible. The truth is, Perry, your circuits made it impossible. It's only after we threw them out... You're lying. We... Come on, Perry, have a drink. You'll feel better. Who else could you ever work for? Who else would put up with your tantrums, your delusions of grandeur? Sometimes I wonder why I do it myself. You know why. Because you're waiting to steal my next design, that's why. No. No, that's not why. 
It was for your mother's sake. Don't you mention my mother's name. I guess I must have been in love with your mother. I said don't mention her name. She was a, a vicious, hateful woman. She was the most beautiful woman I ever met, your mother. I warned you. Perry. Perry. What? What did you do? Well, what has he done? He went from that uh, witch's Sabbath, or whatever it was, straight to his boss's home, and very quickly, before we could even get to know that gentleman, Perry shot him dead. Now, you're probably saying, is this really happening to Perry, or is it a dream? Well, it could be one, it could be the other. Or, it could be both. As usual, we need the third act, and I shall bring it to you in just a very few moments. Perry Harnischfeger is telling a story to a rather cynical bartender in a saloon. Perry is almost milk toast in appearance, speech, and manner. But that's on the outside. Inside, he seethes and boils and seems to be a potential volcano. It's the old story about books, covers, and judgments. So before you form yours, listen. Now, what are you telling me? These two dames picked you up, took you to this hotel room. Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it was a hotel room. It was more... More like a, a cavern. And you had this dream of all this stuff, like the devils and witches. No, 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 it wasn't a dream. They must have fed you one of them things like poison mushrooms or something. It gives you them wild nightmares. It wasn't a dream. You mean you actually killed your boss? No, no, no. I had a vision of killing my boss. Now, look. The only reason I'm listening to this is for those two dames, the blonde and the brunette. What happened with them? If they don't come back, then as far as I'm concerned, the story's over. No, they, they never left me, you see. They, they were with me all the time, even when I had the vision of killing my boss. Yeah? So what happened? I, uh... I stood there, looking at his body on the floor, in this, in this vision that I had. And I was holding the revolver. And the blonde stepped forward and removed the gun from my hand. I'll take that, baby. We have to reload it. The prince is very proud of you. The service can now continue. You brought us blood. Are you ready to go home? No. No, I, I don't want to go home. I don't feel it's my home any longer. It's because she shut you out of it. She stole your home. A man's home is his castle. What right does another man have to live in your castle, Tiger? What right? Get your home back. Kill them. Oh, but, but... I... Look at him. Now on the floor, the man who robbed you of your standing as a scientist, the man who used to be your boss, you killed him. So now, for those who rob you of your standing as a man, kill them also. The pistol is in your pocket. Will you speak the word to him, Prince? Close your eyes. When I say open your eyes, you will be in your own home. At least it's the place you pay for. But another man enjoys. When I say open your eyes, you will be home. Kill them both. Open 
your eye. So, Perry, I see you finally got home. And I see you're here as usual, Joe. Usual? I wish he'd come more often. Oh, you do? Why? Well, it beats being alone. Hey, Joe, why don't you get yourself a wife of your own? Why don't you mind your business, Perry? Oh, but this is my business. It's very much my business. It could very well be that Joe feels he doesn't need a wife of his own as long as he has mine. And just what is that supposed to mean? Now, Perry, don't I don't Don't say like... anything, Joe. Don't even dignify that kind of slander with a reply. Do you think I'm blind? Yes. You're also deaf and dumb. I know what's going on here. Well, then tell me. Are you kidding? Look, Perry, you have to work late at the plant. Well, he doesn't have to. He wants to. Yes, that's right. And the next time I design a new circuit that's worth a fortune, I won't say a word about it. I'll just walk out and sell it. When did you ever design... Oh, what's the use? Are you saying I did not design the A-line computer? Oh, Perry, please. You need help. Yes, I know. What did you say? I said, I know. I need help. Well, you... You never said that before. Hey, hey, darling, don't you see? that? That's half the battle to face yourself squarely, to admit you need help. But, uh, don't you agree, Joe? Yes, it's really true. We, we'll find you the best psychiatrist. I don't need a psychiatrist. But you just said you need help. I have the best help, the truest help, actually. The only real help there is. Religion. Religion? Oh, sure, why not? If uh, belief helps you, it's, it's the most wonderful thing in the world. Did, did you have a religious experience, Perry? Yes. Oh, Perry. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy for you. And uh, you look so... so peaceful. What do you pray for? Death. What did you say? Death. Oh, no. You, you mustn't pray for your death. I'm not praying for my death. I'm praying for yours. For, for mine? And his. What, what are you doing, Perry? That, that's a gun. Yes. A thirty-eight caliber Valentine Porter revolver. A highly accurate weapon. Now, Perry, don't do anything foolish. Oh, no. No, I intend to do something smart. Very smart. You don't want to kill me. No, but I do, Joe. I do. Why, Perry? Why? You know why. No, I don't. The two of you. Harry, we never did anything. You never even thought of it. Go ahead, tell me that. I bet you never even thought of it. Well? Oh, yes, Perry, we thought of it. Oh, but... now, now we're getting well, somewhere. Well, we thought of it, but we decided we couldn't do it. And that's a lie. We're not made that way. Look, Perry, you don't love me anymore, and I don't believe in divorce, so all three of us will have to go on being miserable forever. Oh, no, no. Not all three of us, not all three of us. Two of us will be dead. No, Perry. And the dead, as far as I know, are not miserable. Perry, please, stop. Think. And I Don't. won't be miserable. But you will, Perry. Oh, no, I've been commanded to do this. Commanded? The only command there is for a thing like this is thou shalt not kill. That's not my command. Perry, you can't. Oh, yes, I can. Because he... He has darkened my soul. He has hardened my heart. No. He has steadied my hand. For the love of heaven, Perry. Not heaven, Joe. They were on the floor. Dead. My wife and her lover, who had also been my best friend. 
I closed my eyes for a moment as if I couldn't believe what had happened. And when I opened them again, I was back. Back in that other place. And he was there, the one who was called the Prince of Darkness. And they were there, the two who called themselves witches. You did it, baby. You were a terrific tiger. You're my best-loved child, Petty. I, I want to go home. You're home now. No, no. You have a place here. You have two wives. He means me. Oh, me, too. Look at them. Aren't they beautiful? Well, no, no, please. You have a job, too. Keeper of the flame. Hey, baby, that's the best job there is. You light the fire for the witch's service. Now let the service continue. Now let me out of here, please. Please. I'm, I'm frightened. I'm leaving. Did you hear that? <laughs> he's, he's leaving. <laughs> he's leaving, baby. <laughs> he's leaving. <laughs> he's leaving. I ran from that place. And from the sound of the laughter, that terrible laughter... And I ran, ran through the dark and deserted streets of the city. I didn't stop running until I, until I saw a light. It was safe, here, with the bright lights and the soft music and the friendly faces. Here, I'm safe. So, what happened? You mean you killed your wife and your friend in addition to your boss? No, 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 I didn't kill anybody. But the terrible thing is I... I wanted to. And it dominated my mind, which is why they came after me. Don't you understand? All I understand is I stayed open past one o'clock because I thought you were going to tell me about those two dames. What happened to them? They're after me. Yeah? I'm one of them now. Don't you see? They'll be after me as long as I live. Okay, mister, this is it. Closing time. Oh, please. Please don't send me out into the street, please. They're looking for me. The men in the white coats are looking for you. They reach your mind. They, they read your heart. Two beautiful dames in a sports car. Why don't I run into things like that? You will. You will if there's evil in your mind. If there's murder in your heart, they'll find you. Oh, for crying out loud. Did I say guys in white coats are looking for you? Two guys in blue coats are looking for me. On account of you, I broke the law. I'm open. Uh, look, officers, uh, my, my watch must have been wrong. I'm not serving. Oh, just... you at the sure. bar. Grab him, Jack. Don't try anything. Hey, look, there's nothing going on here. Now, careful, Jack. He's a killer. He's armed. Now, hand over the gun, mister. Easy. That's it. I'll cuff him, Jack. Uh, your name's Perry Harnishfager? Yes. This is your gun, this 38 caliber Valentine Porter? Yes. Hey, wait a second. I'm not dreaming. This is for real. You mean he killed somebody? Three people. The unholy three. Let's go. Officer, wait. Let me tell you why I did it. Mister, you better tell that to a judge and a jury. So, like I was saying, you stand here behind a bar, you get all kinds. <laughs> the stories I hear. Anyhow, the reason I bring it up is because I was reading in a paper today, and you might have seen it on the late news on the TV. Perry Harnishfager was found guilty of murder, triple murder. His boss, his wife, his best friend. Yeah. He's going to spend the rest of his life in jail. What's that? Oh, the witch's Sabbath. <laughs> now, how could a thing like that be legit? I mean, this here is the 20th century, ain't it? 
Hey, where'd the time go? It's a quarter to one. Excuse me, friend. A couple of dames just walked in down the other end of the bar. Hey, not bad looking, huh? Yeah, I'll be right back. Well, ladies, you got time for one more before closing. What'll it be? Hiya, baby. Hello, tiger. You want to have a little fun? I'm a married man. That's why we asked. Why don't you close the place and we'll take you to a party? Oh, well, I... Uh, look, I, I, I told you, I, I, I'm a married man. Yeah, we know. Uh, that's what you have to say, baby. But what do you want to say? Tiger. Uh, I... I want to say... Uh, oh, what are we waiting for? <laughs> Well, what are you waiting for? More? The story's over, isn't it? Or is it? Isn't this a story that has been going since the beginning of the human race? The longest continued story in the world. And if you think about it, between all our characters, we have seen practically every one of the Ten Commandments violated. When we tell you a story about wrongdoing, we present wrongdoers wholesale. I'll be back shortly. The wish is father to the thought. Who said that? Shakespeare, who else? To which we may add, the thought is father to the deed. Or if uh, you think about doing something, it's because you really want to do it, no matter how strange or violent it may be. And if you think long enough and strong enough, who knows? You may wind up as a guest of honor at a witch's Sabbath. Of course, you can prevent that by listening to Mystery Theater and leave all thoughts of violence here with us. After all, we do it so much better and neater and you pay nothing in the end. Our cast included Larry Haynes, Leon Janney, Marion Haley, E.V. Jester, and Robert Dryden. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Thank you for downloading and listening, and please spread the word. Subscribe and follow Murky Chronicles on Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and on most of your favorite podcast platforms. You can get all the show links at lyricalspit.com. this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel 
ButcherSpit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's ButcherSpit.com.